the 2020 Olympics haven't exactly been easy to watch. Yes, they are taking place in 2021 during a once-in-a-century pandemic. But what I mean is that it's actually difficult to watch the events and festivities on TV, despite NBC holding the exclusive broadcasting rights. Finding out where to watch the Olympics is confusing as heck as things are spread out over several cable and streaming channels. And then without fans there to post videos and photos of the games, it kind of feels like we're missing out. But there is one really good place to find those highlight videos. Not to mention excited reactions from coaches, fans, and the athletes themselves. And that place is TikTok. What a night she's having already. And the steal. And Miyazaki. Anastasia Zalotic did the thing. It doesn't get much more comprehensive than that. Here to tell us about Olympic TikTok is Vox's Rebecca Jennings. Hey, Adam. Hey, Rebecca. Tell me about TikTok in the Olympics. What's happening on the app right now? So this is the first Olympics where TikTok has existed. And I think what we're seeing, the same thing that we see from like celebrities who get on social media and then we sort of start to put a face to the name and everything and we feel like we know them, the same thing is happening for athletes on TikTok. And so they are making videos of behind the scenes at the Olympic Village. Hey everyone, my name's Ilona Mar and I play rugby. Uh, they're testing out those beds, which is really funny. Oh, she's doing yoga. Oh. They're making like thirst videos for their fellow athletes. Um, It's just like a lot of fun kind of, you see them less as athletes and more as people who are just like, they're regular young people. And it's just like a really joyous thing to behold. (laughs) So let's talk about numbers. How big are the Olympics on TikTok? So the Olympics are huge on TikTok. Like when I open the app, when I scroll a few times, it's like every maybe fifth or sixth video is is Olympics related. And that's from whether it's the athletes themselves or it's, you know, NBC's sports coverage where they just do, you know, cool highlight moments or whatever, or it's just fans watching their favorite sport. Um, So there's a lot on it. Um, Some athletes have you know, built followings of hundreds of thousands already in just like the span of a couple weeks, even athletes who like had just gone on just prior to the Olympics. And then you see, you know, Olympic talk is one of the biggest hashtags. There's like hundreds of millions of views there. And with all the Olympics hashtags combined, it's like at least a billion views, you know, maybe probably more. Do you have any favorite athletes that you followed or favorite TikToks that you've seen? I think Alana Marr from the U.S. rugby team is just so funny. She's such a delight, and she, like, is really self-deprecating. It is not that easy to go up to a pack of six, seven Romanian volleyball players and shoot my shot. I mean, I'll work on it, but I don't know if that's in the cards for me. She just seems like, you know, your funniest friend that you had in college, who's, like, always the one making, like, funny commentary on what's going on. And, you know, she she gets her uh, her teammates involved, and... Yeah, it's just a delight. <laughs> so are you actually getting to see the behind the scenes of events in a way that like we haven't before? Oh, totally. I think one video that I think did a really good job of it was the one about, you know, they there's a couple athletes who have given tours of the Olympic Village cafeteria. And so, and first of all, we get to see what an Olympian eats, which I think is mind-blowing. They eat a lot. Surprise. Some kind of veggie mix. Cooked to perfection. There is these very specific trash guidelines that there are um, was was really funny. Like the one girl did a, like a timer to see how fast she could put all of her trash in the right bins because there is just it's so elaborate the system for trash. But it's very specific, so I'm gonna try to do it as fast as I can. Here we go. And then another one that I thought was really cool was I believe it was a, another American athlete who gave his followers a tour of the entertainment center at the Olympic Village. Do you get to hang out with athletes from other countries? Yes. 
there is an entertainment center where pretty much anyone from any country can just go and hang out. They play ping pong together, which is really funny because there are actual Olympic ping pong players uh, there uh, and arcade games and things like that. And so even with COVID and stuff, you know, they were all masked up. You got to see a bunch of people from different countries just hanging out together. So these seem like things you would never see on TV. But if I'm being honest, I haven't really been able to watch the Olympics because I can't figure out where NBC (laughs) has put everything. And this year is a little bit different than years past. Can you tell us a little bit about how the Olympics are working on broadcast TV? Yeah, you and everybody else. So uh, NBC had always planned to release its streaming app Peacock right before the Tokyo 2020 Olympics, and obviously it got moved up. So Peacock has existed, but NBC is clearly using this year's Olympics uh, to really, really try to get people to sign up for logins. And it's just kind of resulted in an absolute disaster because there's so many hours of footage. And so, you know, that's challenging in a normal time. But when NBC is trying to spread it across all of these different platforms, it's just like, as the New York Times said, it practically requires an advanced degree to figure out what and how you're going to watch something. They mentioned that there's two broadcast networks, there's six cable channels, and several different online and streaming platforms in two different languages that NBC owns. And so, like, good luck trying to find anything you actually want to watch. There's just too many different ways to potentially watch something and no, you know, guidance on what time is what sport or what event or anything like that. And so, You know, I had like the women's all around gold medal spoiled because I opened Twitter and I was like, I really wanted to watch that. And there was no way to do that. That made any kind of sense. Now is probably a good time to disclose the fact that NBC is an investor in Vox Media, Recode's parent company. So the disaster Peacock and the fun of TikTok, a little bit aside, these Olympics are obviously happening amid a lot of controversy right now. We're about a week into the games at the time of recording. Can you give us a lay of the land of how things are going in the Olympic Village so far? Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that the Olympics are happening at all is quite controversial. And, you know, even 80% of Japanese people who are polled said they don't think it should be happening. Um, you know, it's extremely it's extremely high COVID risk, especially with the Delta variant. So, so many athletes and people associated with the Olympics have tested positive for COVID. Many athletes have had to drop out because of they tested positive for COVID. And, you know, the COVID situation in Japan is is getting worse. And that alone would be bad enough. But, you know, the Olympics is already a bit of a controversial event because of its history of sort of economically, environmentally, and kind of in a humanitarian way been a bit of a disaster for everybody who is not part of the Olympics in the in the city where it takes place. Construction is often very destructive uh, to the environment, and it ends up displacing a large group of poor residents. Um, and the taxpayers in that home city have to pay for it. And so there's a lot of things that need to be addressed. And clearly the most prescient one is the fact that this is taking place in a pandemic, which is just, you know, there's a lot of not good stuff happening. <laughs> All that said, I have to imagine that the athletes, most of them, are still excited to be there. Do you find that watching them on TikTok kind of provides a respite from the (laughs) very complicated situation of this year's Olympics? Yeah, what's funny is that, like, you know, we know all this stuff. We know that the Olympics is, like, quote-unquote bad. But then when you see the athletes, you know, do the thing that they love, that they're so good at, that they're the best in the world at, you forget about it, all that. And it's really, like, that's why the Olympics is so fun. Seven-footer in the Olympic Village bathrooms. I just don't fit. But I think seeing them on TikTok, seeing them 
sort of film themselves rather than having to, you know, be the subject of whatever NBC decides to portray them as has been really, really refreshing. Give me your best shimmy. <laughs> um, especially as NBC has definitely come under scrutiny for the way that it portrays narratives and, you know, the way that it's just kind of a reality show, basically. But but that's really what I've loved about watching the athletes on TikTok. We have these bikes where we can ride around the village and just check things out. Now it's super You're getting people who are spotlighting themselves who may have not been, like, you know, the handful of household names that come out of the Olympics every year. Like, Alana Moore, I never would have known who she was if it weren't for, like, oh, she's actually really funny, and that's cool. I think one of the best parts of social media during the Olympics has been the videos that have come out that show people's family and friends back home cheering for them because so many of them weren't allowed to be in Tokyo, obviously, because of COVID. And so we get these, like, really emotional videos of, you know, say, uh, the swimmer from Alaska. And they're celebrating in Seward, Alaska, a watch party there. She won the Olympic gold, and you got to see as she was winning like the reaction from her hometown, which was just so special and adorable. Same with Suni Lee's family. It was such an amazing moment, and now it'll just be even more memorable. Well, you've talked me into it. I'm going to get into Olympic TikTok. I have to admit, I've struggled with finding ways to watch the Olympics. I felt frustrated on Twitter because things were getting spoiled. Like you said, Olympic Reddit is like really weird. I don't recommend it, <laughs> but I'm going to try Olympic TikTok now. All right. I'm, I'm very happy for you. <laughs> Rebecca, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Adam Clark Estes, and this is Rico Daily. This episode was produced by Sophie Lalonde and engineered by Christian Ayala. If you have any cool Olympic TikToks to send us or any questions about tech, email us at ricodaily at ricode.net. 